This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by the OG host, Hindu Anthony. What's up, buttercup? I'm also joined by David Theobald III. Hello, nurse. And we have a very special guest today um, because um, Kersey Smurf Erica was sucked into a vortex created by wild technology from beyond. Um, Her husband decided to replace her on the podcast today. So we have the Rusty Nail himself. Hey, Rusty. Hey, it's good to be back. (laughs) I... I I got, you know, I got a little um, call in my ear today that you've been talking about wanting to be on, and I've been thinking about having you on, and I think this the topic we have today is perfect for you, so I'm glad you're here. For, um, for um, listeners who haven't heard you in a past episode, please give a quick introduction about yourself. You know, as you said, I'm Rusty, Rusty Nail, um, and... So I've been a nerd as long as I can remember. I uh, wore out my neighbor's copy of Star Wars because I didn't have my own at the time. You know, always into Dungeons and Dragons, um, Star Wars, Star Trek. Mostly the um, big sci-fi fan. I love fantasy, but sci-fi has got a special place in my heart. A man after my own heart. Jeez. Yeah. Our cybernetic pumping hearts. <laughs> well, the the last episode you won was Cyberpunk, but today mm-hmm. we are talking about magic. So, not the card game. Um, so, we're going to imagine what the world would be like today if magic was real or came back. Um, but first... But first uh, do you want to do it or should I? I have, I have you in the outline as the one who's doing it. I'm not even looking at the outline. <laughs> uh, but first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where we talk about the nerdy things that have been going on in our la- in our life the last few weeks, and then we vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. So, um, Rusty, as our guest, you get to go first. So what's nerdy with you? Okay. So um, recently I've been really cramming the uh, Warstrider book series uh, on Libby. It's kind of like Audible, but through your library. And um, recently, I've finally gotten into gear and have been working on finishing my crossbow that I've been working on for like a year. So you're making a crossbow? Yeah. Oh, fuck you, win. God damn it. <laughs> damn, that's, that's going to be hard to beat. Now just seemed like the time. I mean, you're not wrong. 
<laughs> Are you working on any other leather projects or anything? Not at the moment. Um, there's a few things I want to do. It's just trying to find the time. My work schedule has been really weird with the quarantine, everything else that's going on. So it's just trying to find the time. That's amazing. Um, Anthony, what's nerdy with you? How do you follow that? I was so excited. I was going to be like, I got this this week. But uh, making your own crossbow, I, I give up. I give up. No. Uh, I guess I'll tell you what my nerdy thing is, even if I will lose. So, uh, you know, with everyone on quarantine, I had to, like, figure out ways to get my, my nerdy fix in. So me and some friends have been playing D&D via uh, Roll20 online, and I made a communist paladin. Oh. There is a there is a um, uh, what's the word? Basically, um, like side content, like content somebody else created. I can't remember the word is for it right now. Third home party. Brew? Third party. Yeah, homebrew. Homebrew. There we go. I'm an idiot. Homebrew. Uh, they made a homebrew oath for the paladin called Oath of the Common Man, and it it, it it's literally communist paladin. That's an interesting concept. I ran right. um. Our barky dog. I ran, um, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> I ran, um, a, um, Cheliax, the devil place in, um, Pathfinder as if it was communist for a while. I thought that was a cool way to run that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, he's not like, he's not like Vanguard party communist, more, more just like free the working man communist, but, um, that, like, yeah, like, he's the, the ideal. Yeah, the oath is literally has an ability called uh, instead of turn undead, turn the bourgeoisie, <laughs> where, where it works exactly like turn undead, but you turn somebody who looks their nose down on like working people. Oh my! Turn God. the bourgeoisie. I think I had that album in my punk days. <laughs> <laughs> and like, wow. like it specifically outlines things that like. Uh, obviously, it's DM discretion whether or not the thing you're trying to turn would count as like somebody who looks down on working class people. But it specifically outlines certain races of like this is a good example, like um, drow, uh, dragons. Drow would definitely be considered the bourgeoisie. Yeah, good luck with trying to turn them. Turning a dragon. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Go away, foul capitalist, with your hoard of gold. I've seen. Turning the dragons with um, dragon slayer paladins before, but yeah, that, that's that's my big nerdy thing. I, I made a I made a big old big old socialist paladin for D and D online. <laughs> How okay. about you, David? What's what was your nerdy thing? Well, um, because everything jumped to online, and I have a little bit more free time than I used to. I actually joined uh, one. Uh, the fifth edition game, one uh, fifth edition game, and I'm uh, GMing another fifth edition game, raising my total to five different campaigns. I am in or running every week. Wow. God damn it, you beat me too. Because <laughs> I'm insane, apparently. I'm GMing three of them and playing in two of them. You know, it's not fair. If I didn't have like kids and a yeah. girlfriend, I would be able to do that too. Yeah, right. If only. If only. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I do now. I work, I sleep, I play D and D. Brian here showering in there. Well, I mean that's assumed with the work. I mean I have a job. I like to keep it. Uh, uh, Brian, what's nerdy with you? I started playing WoW again. 
for the first time in 13 years. Dude, you better add me. What the hell? I thought you're my friend. Uh, I, I don't think so. I see Toothpick I pop think, up all wow. the time in my battle net. Oh, what's your account name? I've got a bunch Dressy. of them. So. Oh, that's you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Drezzy was my first PFS character. Yeah, he's level he's level some something high now. <laughs> so, Brian, uh, is it like getting back on a bicycle, or is it like seeing that friend from high school that you just can't quite connect with anymore? Um, it's like I'm more mature now, and I can actually put the game down. Where before, when I first played it, I was like play it until my eyes bleed and then not be able to think about anything else. Now it's like play the game for a little bit. Also, I have the ability to get bored with it now (laughs) where I never got bored with it before. Now it's like, I don't want to do any more quests. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I haven't played in a couple days, but I, because the new Hearthstone expansion came out, but um, I got my character, my Pandaren monk to um, like level 35. And I think we got our accounts last weekend, so. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. awesome. Yeah, and um, guess which pack, faction I picked? Yeah, I don't know Alliance. any of the factions in WoW. No, I picked Horde, believe it or not. That is, I, that is a little shocking, actually. No, I, 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 um. For the Horde. I played Alliance when I played it back then, and I got very disillusioned with the Alliance because I didn't like it, and I been wanting to play a horde character so i joined the horde with a neutral character which i think is more of a statement than playing a horde character if you look at both um both factions they both kind of do shitty things (laughs) i honestly think the horde lands and cities and stuff are much more interesting uh the alliance garrisons were a lot better the the Horde garrisons were nothing to write home about. The Alliance uh, garrisons, as a general rule of thumb, were kind of lame, like all around. Oh um, well, not if you got them all the way to rank three. They were great RP hubs too, because you could you could zone an entire party in, and then you basically had a city that you could build however outfit with whatever buildings you wanted to. Yeah, but like, how many people actually did that? I was in a guild that used a garrison as its guild uh, as its guild hall for. Almost a year. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, we RP'd a lot. It was fun. Before my computer crashed, I was playing EVE Online again, and uh, me and some like fellow online like leftists were trying to create an anarcho-syndicalist society in EVE Online. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting, Anthony, but it's time for voting. So who did you vote Which, for for King? Not that kind of voting. <laughs> we have to vote for who had the nerve. <laughs> oh, I love that, David. That's a great joke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Rusty, so the way we do yes. this is we hand you a number of widgets and you decide how who gets how many widgets. So since there are four of us on the call, everyone uh-huh. gets five widgets that you can give to whoever based on who you thought had the nerdiest thing. So um, make it, sure you use the glove before you hand them out. And you can totally give them to yourself. They are certified COVID-19 um, free except that they're thoroughly infected with the T-virus. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> um, you can give them to yourself as well. Um, and um, you got yourself, Anthony, David, and myself to hand them out to. So you have five. Who would you like to give them to and why? Okay, I'll give, I'll give three to Anthony because I'm really interested in this communist paladin. It, it's something I never considered before. 
but it seems so aligned yes. with the paladin now that I think about it, trying to be like a champion for the people. And I'll give wait, I have five. Yeah, you got two more. Okay. And I'll give my remaining two to David because that yes. is very impressive that you're oh, running you. five games. Now are those homebrew games some. or are those uh, the ones I am GMing are not homebrews. I'm G- uh, two of the games I'm GMing. One of them is Pathfinder. We're doing uh, we're doing um, oh geez, what is it? It's Kingmaker, I believe, is the main one I'm GMing there. And then for my fifth ed groups, I'm running one group through Dungeon of the Mad Mage, and I'm just starting another group on uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Okay, Kingmaker is a lot of work. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, it- play the video game. It helps. <laughs> well i've run three different groups through book one of kingmaker now so i've got book one down pretty much that's funny i've played kingmaker with three uh, the book one of kingmaker with three different groups right no group ever seems to survive the year time skip at the end of book one <laughs> where you do 12 kingdom turns in a row everyone every group i've been in has fallen apart at that point because <laughs> the people that want to hit stuff are bored and the people that love doing all the numbers and crunching are loving it. <laughs> um, Anthony, you have five widgets. Who do you give them to and why? So first, three will for sure go to... Um, damn it, I'm so bad at remembering names. Rusty? Rusty, that's what it is. Rusty gets three. Cause, I mean, dude, he's making a crossbow. Like, man. I know. Can't, you can't compete with that. That's insane. Um, and then I'll oh, give well, one to you. David. I'll give one to David because, you know, Awesome running your D and D games, and then I'll give one to Brian because you know Brian, I like I, I used to like WoW. I don't play it anymore, but it was a good game. It was fun. And I at least once you get one widget, because <laughs> Rusty's gonna take them all. <laughs> okay, David, who are you giving to? Oh, oh wait, 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 one more thing. I forgot to add one thing. One thing. I forgot to add the coolest thing about my character. He he is a blacksmith, and he made his own like weapon, kind of like a mock um, like spearish weapon out of out of scrap down parts of um of sickles because he he armed his his village community to fight against a tyrant so he made weapons out of sickles because they're a farming community and his shield was made out of the broken scrap metal of hammers that he used over the years for smithing so that's his hammer and sickle I was gonna give you widgets <laughs> until I heard that bullshit. Yeah, you, yeah, uh, that is nowhere near as cool as making your own crossbow. <laughs> why, wait, why did that upset you, Brian? That's so cool. That Shut is up. so on the nose. Ridiculous. It is like exactly what every person who does a communist something or other will do. It's like I'm gonna do hammer and sickle stuff. Yep. Yep. There is yeah. no, and no I'm undertones sure, for the stuff. I'm sure that you integrated the original meaning of it into when you did it, because I know you, and you probably wrote ten pages about it. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But yeah, David, five widgets. No, David. All right. Um, before I, ha- I, I, I just got handed a note from legal. Um, you got Rusty to sign the waiver, right? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. We can give him the. We can legally give him the widgets. Then awesome. Um, so I'm going to give Rusty two widgets because crossbows are epic. I'm going to give, um, Anthony two widgets because that's awesome. I'm going to give Brian a widget and then I'm going to call an audible and Michael is going to give all five of his widgets to Rusty. They get rerouted through the extra dimensional portal and end up in the bank. 
I set up a failsafe. Why does he get to make that call? I I set up a failsafe in case David tries to pull this bullshit again. Damn it. (laughs) I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. (laughs) Um, I am going to give all five of my widgets to David. Mm. Oh, well, thank you. Because... I, Rust, you made a crossbow. I'm giving you full credit for it. I'm not saying that's pretty damn awesome. I've just been, I've been the guy who's played that many campaigns. I've maybe run, I've maybe run one and played one. Running, mm-hmm. and I've done the organized play thing. Running two and playing in three is a lot. And I know it's David. It's, not it's only the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God, David. <laughs> Um, not only works full time, he's an essential employee who has to go into work and he's still doing this. <laughs> yep. Cause you know, who needs sleep? Sleep is for yeah. quitters. <laughs> I'm not so a, quitter. a widget per, a widget per game. So, um, Rusty was robbed and David won. Yay. I haven't won one of these in forever. Yeah, it's been a long time. I had to do that because that. Why? <laughs> oh, no, I, I was gonna give all five. I was gonna give all five widgets to Anthony, but then, <laughs> then he started <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, whatever, Brian. You're just salty. Then he just turns it into a hokey cliche. You're salty. That's all. You're just mad that you didn't come up with a great idea no, first. No. I was expecting something amazing, and then you came up with that cliche bullshit. Because I have seen you make a character for a game that children played at the table, and your holy symbol was tattooed on your cooch. Yep. <laughs> and which was amazing. So I was expecting amazing, and I got a cliche nonsense. <laughs> I, have, um, I have I have fallen down the path. This is not the way. <laughs> Mikey's not, not here. Way. Mikey's not here. I got to bully someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, David, it's yes, been a while since you got the wi- you you've received any widgets um, because of the COVID nineteen um, guidelines. <laughs> they um, they are coming under their own power, but they oh. have to, they have to social distance along the way. So it could be a while until they get there. <laughs> That's. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I couldn't think of anything DS add to that. That just that slayed me. Well done, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I am going to, um, <laughs> I am going to introduce our epic topic today with with an epic introduction. Imagine, if you will, a portal opens and out comes flights of dragons. The world is engulfed in magical energies. Some people even transform into magical creatures. It's ten years later. Let's discuss. So, to fire off this topic, Rusty, what yes. fantasy creature do you change into, and how does that affect your job and and day to day life? Okay, so I guess it'd have to be a phoenix, and it would affect my job and life because, like, I could just set everything on fire that I didn't want. Like, if I didn't want to do something at work, I would just set it on fire. Are you like a humanoid version of the phoenix, or are you like a phoenix, like no, a bird-shaped at... one? Yeah, I'm an actual bird. <laughs> nice. I don't know if I can top that answer. I was thinking of, like, humanoid fantasy creatures, 
you turn into a phoenix is amazing. And you continue to just live your life and your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> still, still a great father to my kids. Still go to work, punch the clock. I'm just like a six foot tall phoenix. Oh, that I, I need to ask. It's like, do you fly to work or do you still drive? I want to say I would fly, but I'd probably just end up driving. <laughs> I just want to it's see hard. your bird body in a car. That's what I want to see. <laughs> it's hard to listen to podcasts when you're flying. Yeah. W- I, would you baby bird your kids? Uh, no. I think one would be disgusted. I think the smallest one would like weirdly enjoy that. I <laughs> I have more questions when it's your turn to have questions asked you. Um, but <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that was a great answer. I love it. Uh, that's pretty good. Rusty, go and ha- go ahead and ask a question of Anthony. Okay. So, you know, magic's in the world now, Anthony. Um, what do you think that would do, like, with the technology we have? Would, like, it change it? Would we incorporate it? So, first, I just want to say, phoenixes are my favorite mythical creatures, so kudos to that one. Um, so, I, I was I was kind of thinking this, too. I was like, how how would this work? Like, would magic and technology be two separate things? Like, like we still use oil in cars to drive around, but, like, maybe your coffee gets cold, so you're like, little fireball spell to heat your coffee back up? Or are these two things, like, totally co-merged and, like, cars no, run, no longer run on oil? They run on fireball spells. Like, how would this... How would these two things come together? <laughs> and, and I personally like the idea of them coming together, like, of of people going, like, this magic stuff is way better at making things happen than like gas and, and blah, 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 all those other things. So I like to imagine that, that like technology becomes magic based. So instead of like using chemistry and electricity for things, we're just like magic, but magic technology. (laughs) So like my, my favorite example would be like, let's take the simple gun, you know, just a nice gun. And on the back of each bullet would be like little fire sigils. And on the hammer of the gun would be another fire sigil. And then the collision of the two sigils, push magic, bullet goes on the gun. So I think that's, okay. that's, that's what I would like would be, would be, at least that's what I would like. I don't know if that would actually happen. Probably knowing the world and knowing us, uh, magic and technology would say two separate things and and i don't know maybe magic would be heavily like like legalized and there'd be a lot of rules and laws around it and it'd get really lame fast like you would need a license to practice magic i don't know who knows i would imagine that you would have creatures like rusty who have natural magical abilities because they were changed in they they you know they were reborn into some kind of magical creature. I just picture when magic comes back, Rusty just burst into flames and turned into a pile of ash in front of his family, and then a phoenix came out of it. <laughs> so great. Yeah, wh- and, and just him going around going. Rah, rah! <laughs> okay, so no, no, it's, it's it's it's. It's Rusty's voice, because I always imagine if a phoenix speaks, it's going to have this, like, deep baritone voice anyway. Rusty probably actually is a phoenix. (laughs) Well, two Uh, of you have never seen me in person. Correct. So he could be a phoenix. (laughs) You know, when you're on a podcast, your guest could be a phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that should be the title. (laughs) Oh, God. 
So, David, 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 my dear friend David, how does magic change your job? Oh, well, I have a feeling that a lot of my job would become obsolete if magic were a thing, so it would have to be incorporated in some way. So there would definitely be some innovation in the technical side of how parts get put together for certain applications that I'm not at liberty to discuss. Yeah. Um, okay. That, that, <laughs> no, that, that is the extent I could go into detail there. Sorry, I'm legally obligated to not say anything else. <laughs> I'll say what he can't legally say, and he could just deny it later. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> we, 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 the, the, yeah, don't, don't, well, let's not do that. <laughs> well, like, I don't even know what you do, so give me, yeah. like, is it manufacturing? Is it manufacturing? Like, yes, I'm in aerospace okay. manufacturing. Uh, uh, to, to sum it up best, I make parts for satellites. Yeah. Uh, so okay. honestly, I think that would still be a thing. I'm sure it would, but the, think, things would change. Uh, yeah. They would, they would definitely have to figure out a way to get the engineering to incorporate the magical aspects to make things more efficient and smaller. The thing I was thinking about was espionage would be so much easier. Oh yeah. It would be old That's scrying. Like make it. Telepaths and scrying yeah. and, yeah. Yeah, it would be insane. I mean, you know, a, a giant fucking bird can just burn your roof in and watch what's going on. <laughs> That's right. Man, you are not letting go of this Phoenix thing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, all right. Hey, Brian, uh, how would, uh, how would, uh, what, what is different in the world of pop culture if magic exists? Um, um, Brad Pitt turned into a centaur. I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Because he always was a horse in the past. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and now he has one. Um, <laughs> I think that um, makeup tutorials on YouTube would be amazing. <laughs> where, like, um, I mean, it's like, um, now we have to apply our highlights to our horns, girls. <laughs> you know, it's like a troll with like spikes coming out of her face doing a makeup tutorial. I want to see that um, or those videos that they have in Korea where you watch people eat, but it's like with like ogres and stuff. <laughs> I, I might... don't know if I could stomach that. You mean like where they try different foods from around the world or you just watch people eat? You just watch people. You, you usually watch a young, pretty girl eat a whole meal and it's usually way too much food. It's a weird thing. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see though. like, like, Oh, Brian's a fan. Yeah, I, I, yeah, see, like, I did not deny things. that. I mean, it's just a weird thing. I mean, I like lots of weird things. Um, it's one of the weirder ones. I'm not going to lie. I, I I, mean, ASMR video where they're like holding their horns up to the mic and tapping on them. <laughs> you watch a uh, lot of weird stuff on YouTube. I do. I do. Um, I, I think the um, most of the stuff I watch on YouTube is like facts. So those shows would be really interesting when they start talking about, like, the theories about where magic came from and how we have it now. But I'm sure it's just because dragons showed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to see, like, reality shows, you know, like Big Brother. Like, we put a centaur, a dragon, a phoenix, a hobbit, and an elf <laughs> in one house. The dragon eats them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would vote for a dragon for president because I'm sure one would run. <laughs> I think it'd be interesting to see like uh, 
Sure. Well, I'm, I'm sure uh, um, a dragon is now uh, the host of The Apprentice. <laughs> because you're fired. Because a whole new special thing at the end of the episode. Yeah, it's it's you're it's a. a- <laughs> why why vote for the lesser evil? <laughs> um. All right, Rusty. Um. I'm going to ask you a question, but when it's your turn to ask a question, you don't have to ask Anthony. You can ask anyone. Just indicate okay. who you're asking. Um, I would like to know um, what um, fantasy creature do your wives and kids change into? Your wife and kids, not your wives and kids. Your wife and kids. Okay. And how does that affect your life? <laughs> so I think my youngest would probably turn either into a unicorn or a... Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but something that just won't stop moving, because that's what she's like. She won't ever really quite stop moving. Like those uh, D&D fey creatures, the quicklings? Yes, exactly. <laughs> just kind of bouncing around all over the place. Think about Maybe she turned into like a, a group of gnomes that stand on top of each other, and they're just constantly <laughs> moving around. <laughs> <laughs> Three gnomes in a trench coat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I think my wife will probably turn into a pixie. I think that's um, like who she is on the inside. Like, and then my oldest daughter—I don't know—probably a changeling because she's twelve now, and every day is something different. Like, I want to be this, or I like that this. That makes sense. So I think every day, like, I'd come home from work and see her, and it's like, Daddy, I'm a troll now. Daddy, I'm an elf now. Daddy, I'm a centaur now. <laughs> oh man, a phoenix and a pixie together though. Like that 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 would make a really difficult relationship. Well Yeah. Love is blind. <laughs> it's like when you guys get in a fight. When you guys get in a fight, you just immolate into flames and fall into ash and then just pop up again. <laughs> I swear I will ash myself. I swear I <laughs> Oh. Like, where's your dad? Hey, immolated again. Like, is he okay? No, he does that when he just wants some time alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, so think of a question here. Uh, Brian. All right. What do you think, um, like, how do you think your daily life would be different if you had magic in it? Like, you know, well, what would you I do in the morning? At- how would you get to work? Well, this is the thing that first popped into my head. I work at a school, so I'm terrified of this concept. I just imagine. I agree. I agree. All of a sudden, every child is armed with the equivalent of a handgun. (laughs) 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 And, you know, I probably still get in the car and go to work because, you know, there's a there's there's ways to get to work. Other than cars, probably, but like was brought up earlier, it's hard to listen to podcasts and other means of travel. Um, I would probably show up and the security guards are like trolls and shit. Um, I mean, of course. Or, or yeah. just or just strangely, one of them is like a gnome, but like a David, David the gnome gnome where they're like an inch tall. And he's like armed in like a full like flak vest and carrying a freaking long range rifle. <laughs> um and oddly enough it's like the biggest guy that works security at my work that became a gnome. 
Um, yeah, but the whole children with magic thing really freaks me out. I kind of imagine schools would have some kind of anti-magic technology or they would find it really quickly. Yeah. You know, I've sense. said it before and I'll say it again. You got to keep wands out of schools. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, as a preschool teacher, I know your fear. I know your fear way too much. Yeah, I or like, you know, the kid who's some kind of frog creature just swallows another kid. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, geez. As far as working in IT, I don't think it would be that much different. Honestly, I mean, even if there was magic involved, there would be apps for that. Um, I really don't think it would be that much different. I think it would be like, oh, have you bought the new security software yet for the magic? Yeah, we got that. <laughs> magic apps. Magic apps. <laughs> because, you know, we're saying it's like 10 years later. So it's like, yeah, all of a sudden there's all this magic shit on the Internet. And then, like, that's gone in a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the early yeah, days of the true. internet where we had like one or two years of really really bad viruses and then you don't really hear about really bad viruses anymore mm, okay yeah um, yeah I, th- I agree i think people would freak out for like the first year and then afterwards they'd be like that eh, is just my day-to-day life now all over again right yeah all right um anthony i want to know what kind of fantasy creature you changed into and oh, how that i know this for a fact life a job this is easy. I'd be a hobbit. <laughs> you are a hobbit. <laughs> it's all about that second breakfast, man. I mean, well, that's what Brian said, though. I am a hobbit. I'm, I'm shorter than the average man. I'm not very short, so I don't think I'd be like a dwarf or gnome. But I'm like below the average height. I'm pretty fuzzy. My feet are a little hairy, but what I think makes my feet more hobbitish is the bottom of my feet are so calloused and leathery. Like, I could walk around without shoes. <laughs> you would save so much. <laughs> Like, like my feet are already kind of like hard and rough, like a hobbit at the bottom, like because of just the years and years of walking I've done over the years, because um, I used to not have a car. So when I lived in Hemet, I had to walk everywhere. So I just have these really thick leather calluses. So I already don't have to wear shoes. And I mean, I like I like food a lot. So I, I definitely think I'd be a hobbit. I also don't like going places. I like staying home. Like this coronavirus quarantine thing has probably been one of the best things to happen to me. <laughs> nice. I would definitely be a hobbit. And how would that change my life? I don't think it would change my life very much. I think things would stay relatively the same. Except well, you'd be shorter. Well, yeah, I'd be a bit shorter. I don't think I'd be much shorter though. Well, hobbits traditionally only get up to about three and a half feet so that's true yeah i drop like two feet that's true but i also think that like oddly enough because anytime you see pictures or or um videos in the movies of hobbits they eat a lot but they're not big like they're not like morbidly obese they're just kind of husky so i think oddly enough i'd be able to eat a lot of food and i don't understand the anatomy of hobbits but i don't think i'd gain a bunch of weight which would be amazing yeah, but you wouldn't be able to ride all the rides at amusement park. Nah, whatever. I'm a be hobbit. Too short. Be too short. I'm a hobbit, dude. All right. I'd probably. I, I don't know I don't what know. else hobbits. I don't know if a phoenix would be able to ride on the rides at amusement park either. I mean, <laughs> there's got to be some new harnesses for that shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean yeah, all... you're a phoenix. Is stuff like that even going to excite you anymore? 
<laughs> yeah. Think about the, how the segregation laws changed. It's like all of a sudden it's like it's like roller coasters just become illegal because it's impossible for the for the amusement parks to come up with harnesses for all the different anatomies. Oh, no. <laughs> You'd have to um, have like yeah, the so like human section, the dwarf section, the <laughs> it's like the aberration set- section. You just you just go into a jar in the roller coaster. <laughs> you just slither into a jar. Wow, so yeah, I mean, terrible. I don't know if my life would change very much other than the fact that apparently I'd be able to eat way more food. I I, I don't know. Hobbit anatomy. To be, to be fair, there really isn't much stopping you from doing eleven meals a day now. Well, except that would get huge. Just say. Like, very unhealthily huge. Just saying. <laughs> I think all that weight goes straight to their feet. I don't, yeah, I don't know how it works with hobbits, but it's weird because, like, if you think back on it, they have 11 meals a day, and they are, in my opinion, pretty, pretty thin. Pretty yeah, thin. but they, that's because yeah. they walk everywhere. Dude, I walk everywhere, and I'm still big. I don't even have a car anymore. I ride my bike every day. I'm still big. Don't know what to tell you, then. <laughs> okay, so, David. Yes. Your turn. My question for you is, what magical creature would you turn into? Well, uh, my gut answer would have to say dwarf, because I'm already built like a dwarf. I'm 6'2", but I've got a 27-inch inseam. I have very short legs. I am like all torso. Yeah, other than the heights. Yeah, other than most the heights. dwarves are all torso. So I would definitely be a dwarf. <laughs> uh, you know, dark vision, be down in the mine, pounding hammers, using picks, doing other stereotypical dwarven things. Yeah, you just completely and totally change your job. Time to go to the mine. Hi ho! I forgot about that. I forgot about that aspect. Like there, you know, there's magical concepts of these things. If I was a hobbit, I'd be super fucking lucky, and you'd have dark vision. David, this yeah. is dope. This I know, is dope. Right? I like this. Oh yeah, and stone cutting. I'd be able to look at rocks and be able to tell things about oh, them. Oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> And yeah, you know, depending depending on the folklore, you could probably pass through stone, or just be innately gifted in forgery, mm. or I mean, not forgery, forging. <laughs> 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 that is a, quite a bit of difference between the two of those. Yes, I didn't know dwarves are known for their intricate penmanship. It's you know what you know what's, what's really funny. It's like in the real world, all of a sudden, the biggest like counterfeit money scheme is dwarves. <laughs> because wait, we got wait, where all these coins? Where are all these coins coming from? Well, that's a good question. Would we go back to like a coin based economy, or do we still be using dollar bills? You see a corn based economy? <laughs> it sounded like said you coin, said you simpleton. Sounded like I, you said coin. Corn. I honestly think that it would still be currency based, but with magic back, there would be some materials that would be valuable that might be more valuable than some of the like gold or platinum or anything like that. It's it'll be it'll be very similar to like when technology took off and all of a sudden all the stuff in electronics became more valuable than diamonds. Yeah, look, it's called mithril and only the dwarves know how to mine it. But you'd oh have, my gosh, wouldn't that be amazing if dwarves could like go into the mantle and like discover new metals and we're like, what? Well, think of like, um, think of like what happens when scientists tr- start trying to split the atom of star metal. 
Holy shit. Or it just, it doesn't go boom. It just rips a tear in reality. Even better. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, even worse. Holy shit. That's, de- that's terrible. That does bring me to a question. Is this only like localized on our planet or is it universe wide that magic comes back? That's a good question. What do you think? That's a great question. What do you because think? Because if it's, it's universe wide, I mean, who knows what magical creatures could live out in deep space? Or the moon all of a sudden turns into a magical creature. <laughs> <laughs> the egg hatches. Hey, maybe that's how magic came back. What, the moon hatches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moon hatched and like a hundred dragons came out of it. <laughs> that's horrifying. <laughs> no, what's horrifying is only a hundred dragons would fit in the moon. Oh, God. Think of how big those dragons are. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, 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 oof, boy. There'd be that one conspiracy blogger that's like, I've been telling everybody this for decades. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, just, oh one, just, just one guy types it on Facebook, called it. <laughs> dragons in the moon. I knew the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just I'm just imagining what the fuck is his name? Um, the the crazy conservative dude is like I'm trying to turn it, the water turn the frogs Alex gay. Jones? Yeah, Alex Jones would just be like, oh, I do it, I called it. Yeah. You guys were messing around too much, and now demons came out of the moon. We call it dragons, but we all know they're demons. I'm tired of the water turning all the dragons gay. That is one of the best Alex Jones impressions I've ever heard. That's there a really, really good is. one. Did you take your shirt off while you were doing it? I should have. Get this dragon uh, bone broth. Make you strong like a dragon. Oh, my God. Right? He would, be sell- he would totally be selling dragon bone broth. He would. Like, makes your mom better. Your muscle stronger. Look at me. I lost five pounds already. And I just drank one sip. Fairy dust pills. Oh, it would bring oh, oh my god! An entire pharmaceutical revelation, right? The the snake oil business people would just lose their fucking minds. They'd literally be selling actual snake oil. Right. Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> so homeopathic medicine might not seem so crazy. <laughs> this is true. Oh my god, it'd be, it'd be wild. Well, no, I don't think it would help. Like, I still think that it would still be bullshit. I just think, like, with magic, it'd be like more easy to sell the bullshit. <laughs> so it'd still be like, pixie dust cures your cancer, and it doesn't, but, but people are going to believe it. When you said that, I could just see somebody going, sir, this is glitter. This is actual glitter. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, the, the conspiracy theory is that pixie dust, you know, people oh, start using God. pixie dust to fly. They have happy thoughts and fly with the pixie dust. And, you know, pixie dust causes cancer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, you know, in this reality, you have to snort it. You know, I wonder that. What would the Imagine drugs what? look like? That would be wild. Oh, Pesh. Pesh would be all the rage. All the rage. I want to see skooma, man. Skooma, bro. Yeah. What is that, Mass Effect? No, no it's from Elder Scrolls. Uh, uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it's the, oh, it's okay. the like, 
it's like the biggest baddest drug in like all of like uh, Tamriel. It's yeah. and Pesh is actually from Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Pathfinder. It's Pathfinder's uh, Pesh is Pathfinder's heroin, and Flayleaf oh, is Pathfinder's marijuana. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, how about Devil? How about Devilgrass from um from the Dark Tower series? Oh, none of you guys have read that, have you? Okay, no, no. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Well, you'd have to keep your cats away from moon sugar. Yeah. What? What are? <laughs> what are things in the kitchen that weren't magical before that are now super magical? Like all of a sudden, just randomly, cinnamon changes things into chickens. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just. As, as as every every magic practitioner knows, nutmeg is the key for every magical spell. So you have to add a little dash of nutmeg, or it just doesn't work. Oh, I I thought about this totally different. I was gonna say utensils are now magical because then you could like your your utensils would just feed you. You don't have to use your hands anymore. That's you know that's how magic affects my day to day life because I like to cook, and it's like every once in a while you just mix the ingredients wrong and you blow a hole in your counter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah the, the the dishes wash themselves <laughs> see i went the completely completely different direction i imagined it like the flintstones but with magical creatures so like there's a little cobalt in the oven that like cooks your food <laughs> that's great <laughs> that is good this can is it's gonna living. <laughs> there's there's a there's a um everybody just gets in their car and then it's like pushed by a troll or there's like three dwarves <laughs> in a wheel. <laughs> this is starting to sound a lot like slavery guys. Oh, no, um, the, yeah, the, I mean the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, um, sapient, um, sapient, um, Oh, what's it called from Discworld? sapient pearwood. Hmm. Not familiar with that series, but like the trees, it's a tree, right? It's, um, Sapien pear wood, yeah, it's a wood that grows legs, and it's like, so like, if you make like a chest out of it, the chest will have a whole bunch of legs, and it like, um, will follow the owner around and be like, ridiculously loyal, and you know, like, if someone threatens the owner, it might eat him. Oh, wow. Okay, I got two wild ideas based on things Brian has said, and I like these ideas a lot. First, about the cooking thing. Imagine pots and pans that taste your food and tell you what you should add. They're like, Need yeah, but what salt. if you get a what if you get a pot that's got a bad sense of taste? Then throw it out and get a new one. Fuck that pot. <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing out sentient creatures just because they're no longer useful. Well, how else would yeah. you taste and tell you what you, you need? You throw out sentient creatures because they're no longer useful. Welcome to capitalism, David. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the island of misfit toys. <laughs> <laughs> I like this that. This can get very dark and disturbing very quickly. <laughs> next, 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 Brian talking about like objects moving and following you around. I imagine security going the way of mimics, just mimic security everywhere. Oh, oh, you want to break into my, I don't know, my, my chest at the bottom of my bed with my money, whatever. It's a mimic. Fight the mimic to get my money. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is, is. Um, since nobody asked me, I'm just going to say what magical creature I decided I was. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Brian. Brian, what magical creature do you think you're going to turn out to be? Odiug. (laughs) You're a trash monster, huh? No, I'm a vegetarian. Right, you're a vegetarian trash monster. Ah!
I I don't know what that is. Neither do I. I just don't want to say it first. There is a light blinking on the portal again. I don't know what's happening. Hey guys. Ah, Hey. Hey. Um, Erica. um, Yes. So we were talking about the different magical creatures we would be if the um, if the world had magic back. And Rusty decided he was a phoenix. And um, Mm -hmm. Anthony is a hobbit. Mm -hmm. Um, David, I'm a dwarf. You're a dwarf, and I'm an odiug. What is an odiug? You know those sewer monsters that eat poop. Oh. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently so Brian doesn't the, have a very high sense of self-esteem currently. I would so you'll get, be the uh, would, trash compactor monster. I would Star be Wars? ten feet tall with fifteen foot long tentacles and all round vision, and eat poop. You eat poop, bro. I'm a vegetarian. You yeah, but, poop, but, bro. but there's, there's the vegetarian, exception. and then there's poop eating. I would be the exception. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very familiar with the ecology of audiogs, and I can choose to eat whatever I want. And it is a generalization and stereotype to say that all audiogs eat poop. You, sir, are racist. Uh, is poop better vegan? Poop eater. <laughs> In fairness, I've seen Brian eat apple cores and all sorts of things that normal people wouldn't eat. So this is why Erica was not surprised by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, and uh, Erica, your husband said that you were a pixie. He made his, your choice for you. But you can change uh, that if you. Uh, well, probably. I mean, hmm. I don't know. I'm surprised. Brian would say I was a dwarf. So, would you be like a bearded woman dwarf? There is a true reason why I said Eric is a dwarf because we were hiking once and I was moving up ahead and she goes, "Slow down! I'm not built for cross country. I'm yep. more of a sprint." <laughs> and yeah. I, and I hey. hit the ground laughing. <laughs> Us- us dwarves are very dangerous over short distances. That's right. Short distances. My brother Jonathan used to joke that uh, he could say whatever he wanted to me as long as he could run faster than me for at least one minute. And as soon as, as, soon as I was too tired, <laughs> he was fine. But when it came down to like being in distance, if he was, if he was within 10, 15, 20 feet of me, I would have him on the ground in no time. <laughs> so, yeah, very deadly think, over short distances. Oh, uh, I'm the you same have way. A, you I'm, have a I'm short a, threat range. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm a big guy, but I can cover 20 feet a lot faster than you think I can. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're just uh, like, oh, you're way over there. All of a sudden, I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so they asked uh, about the rest of the family. And I said, I thought Rowan would either be unicorn or something that just would never stop moving. Mm-hmm. And that Amelia would be a changeling because she's like, I want to be this. Now I want to be that. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. I definitely agree with you for Amelia. And I don't know. Rowan, Rowan, sometimes she's like. So you think of a unicorn, right? And you're like, wow, that's a really pointy horn. They could do some damage. And then they're also supposed to be sweet and gentle. And she is. She's like really sweet and gentle until she's not. And then she's <laughs> really dangerous. <laughs> what? what would See, I said have? Rowan would be three gnomes in a trench coat. 
<laughs> yeah, they only get one vote. <laughs> what, would be, what would be the worst possible thing your kid could be? The worst possible thing? Yeah, like, you know, all of a sudden everyone is magical creatures. What all of a sudden just makes your life the wor- the most harder? A lich? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I think they call those uh, exes. I think your exes become witches. Um, Get that lichophylactery. Liches love phylacteries. <laughs> um, God, what would be the worst thing? A werewolf. <laughs> oh, that's what yeah. Rowan would be. A werewolf. Who? Rowan's a werewolf. Why is she a werewolf? Because of, oh. because of, um. <laughs> I love that. Oh. Well, no, yeah. Hotel Transylvania. One of her yeah. f- favorite movies is Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> and in it, there's this little wolf girl named Winnie, and Rowan's middle name is Winifred, and we call her Winnie. Um, but she loves the movie so much, whenever that wolf is on screen, she starts howling like a wolf. <laughs> so, I guess she would be a werewolf, yeah. I have to say I the guess. hardest thing would be some sort of species that had to live in like a special environment that I couldn't get to them. Oh, like a like, mermaid or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say a Medusa, because then I could never look at my kids again. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, since we're coming up with things that would be difficult. Like well, I don't know. Magic's real. <laughs> you, 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 you get you get those glasses that let you do it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, she could always just turn into a beholder. Awful. <laughs> it would be terrible, but, you know, disco ball, eye beams. Yeah, that's true. Eye beams for days. I'm just thinking about how awesome awesome it would be to be an Odiug. <laughs> Fifteen foot reach is like the best thing ever. <laughs> and you Shut have a big poop eater. <laughs> uh, Brian wants to eat poop. I just I, imagine... Like I said, that's a massive generalization. <laughs> yep, and I'm making it. Yeah, we're, he's a dwarf, so he's racist now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Brian will be in like some server sub basement, like with the all his tentacles. It's all dark. People will be like, I don't like going down there. I don't like talking to Brian anymore. The first Honey, did you? I, sorry, Chris, did you did you choose a phoenix because of the Atreides house? No, that's a hawk. Oh, okay. Well, you've got that thing on your wallet or whatever. Yeah. He, no, he made this hog. wallet uh, and he decided to put the House of Atreides symbol on it. And it and then he dyed it red. So I always thought it looked like a phoenix. The spice must flow. That's right. <laughs> the spice must flow. Wait, are you are you also a fan of Dune? Yeah, I am. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I've actually only read the first book, but I, I should read Me the too. others. Oh, it does look like a phoenix. They even yeah. have ones that it, I mean, it really looks like a phoenix. Right. Uh, I, I heard the series, though, gets a little worse after the first book. It does, yeah, but I, it's still a good series. Um, I was just thinking about how easy it would be to route cables through walls when you have a 15-foot-long tentacle. Jesus I mean, especially Christ. when you have one that has eyes on the end of it. True. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you could you could be eating poop in one room and fixing a TV <laughs> in the other. <laughs> Well, you know, Brian, if your day job... God damn it, dude. You took my joke. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of poop-eating races. They probably have that thing, that shit wrapped like a Snickers. Brian. I mean, mean, 
the problem would be the random adventurers that would just come and try and murder you all the time. They want the experience points. <laughs> my my question is, would you then become like a tentacle porn star? Uh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. If the two girls went cup, it'd be like one Odiog, six tentacles. <laughs> oh, Christ. How much poop can the Zodiac eat? <laughs> oh, like I said, Korean YouTube videos. <laughs> All right, like... everybody stay dirty, stay informed, and stay awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who needs hentai when you have Brian the Odiog? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What has science done? Um, to answer You're the like question, this? yes. Yes, yes. This all-girls school needed a new IT guy. They didn't know it was going to be an Odie hug. <laughs> oh, Jesus Oh, no! So I think that's it for our topic. All right. <laughs> uh, um, I do have to ask now that we are done talking about fantasy and reality. Now let's talk about reality and the reality of this podcast is we have an extra dimensional portal that every, every time we have an episode sends Erica to some unknown location. Um, Erica w ha was, um, gone and Rusty took her place. So Erica, where did you go off to? Oh, um, so it was a bit interesting. I wasn't sure. Uh, that I was actually back in the real, real world or not, or or our version of the world, because the one that I get sent to is really very much similar. Um, but the only thing was, is there were like these zombies that were chasing me, but they were few and far between. So when I got back and there was nobody around, I still wasn't sure that I was back. But then I went to the grocery store and there were no zombies there. And I could see people walking around. They looked like zombies, but they weren't trying to eat me. So I assumed I was safe when I was home. Interesting. Were they wearing masks? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No masks. They should be wearing masks. <laughs> it was very, it was very, uh, it was like 21 days later. Huh. If, I had, if I had to place it. It seemed very much like that. Lots of chaos. Lots of people missing. It was just all uh, very quiet in a lot of places. Sounds That's terrifying. I'm going to have to trace back where you went and and investigate this. I'm really curious about that. It just seems so strange. Like, I don't know if you were even like the the portal has some strange readings on it. So we're going to have to look into this. Um, did you ever? Well, I hope I was somewhere else because I, I committed a few felonies that I'm <laughs> not really wanting to be party to in this realm so <laughs> oh speaking oh. of felonies have you heard from the authorities that your daughter came into contact with in um when she got a hold of the extra-dimensional portal oh um yeah so i got another letter from the law firm saying that they had reached out uh i forwarded it over to you i don't know if you got it or not but essentially, they were going to do some pro bono work from us because I guess David has a side hustle that I didn't know about. Wait, how so, did you find out about that? Well, they told me. They said, hey, we're not we're not going to charge you. You know, that bill we sent you, just forget about it. And that's why I sent it over to Brian. Well, and I you're, called you're, them. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, I called them and I was like, 
I mean, not that I'm not grateful. And they're like, oh, no, no. Uh, what David's done for us has more than covered the tab. And I was like, uh, okay. So, yeah, thanks for that, man. Yeah, no worries. Happy to help I, out. I want to know, what did David do for them? I mean, they're a, they're a extra-dimensional police force. What could David possibly have done? Uh, I choose to exercise he, my he, fifth he amendment. He did an right? Odeog. He oh yeah, you're, you're not allowed to talk about that because of the NDA you signed at work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. Uh, I will choose to exercise my internet, my intergalactic fifth dimension rights. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm. You know, I hear these stories about people using the portal every week, and I've never used it. Well, maybe you should hop on in. Dive I've on in. Been, I've been sending widgets with it. I mean, it that does take a lot of work to send all these widgets <laughs> with the portal. Um, from what I've under, from what I understand, make sure you bring an extra pair of socks. Is the portal right. much like the internet, just a series of tubes? And you know what? I I thought that at first, but then I realized that it's really all about the cones. Oh, of course. <laughs> Nobody suspects the cones. <laughs> oh God! All right. Um. So. Um. That's it for our episode. Um, I would like we're, we have to cut a little short because we started late today because of some technical difficulty. But I would like to just thank everyone for being here. This was the largest episode we've had in a long time. Um, and um, I am happy we had a fun topic. Anthony, thank you for coming back. Rusty, thank you for coming back. Erica, no thank problem. you for making it, even though, you know, it's kind of our fault you were late. And um <laughs> well i wasn't gonna say it so i'm glad you acknowledged it and david thank you for securing legal help for yep. my niece happy, happy to help i mean you don't want to see someone like her go to jail go to intergalactic jail again once was bad enough she picked up so yeah. many bad habits so oh, oh is that why she that, can now hack computers what the hell <laughs> that out. i mean uh that, never mind <laughs> So um, that's it for this episode. If you want to hear more from us, um, from this particular crew of hosts, um, please go to our Patreon.com. You back us for um, as little as $3. You can listen to our bonus episode. We have a little bit more content, usually between 15 and 30 minutes today. It's going to be more like 15. And um, um, thank you for being listeners. And um, I have been Super Vegan Brian. I was joined by Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, everybody. David Theobald III. Goodbye, nurse. Percy Smurf Erica. Bye. And our very special guest, the Rusty Nail. Bye, everybody. I'll see you around. And I have been Super Vegan Brian. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay, stay awesome. awesome. Anthony, yeah. say goodbye. Brian, cut him off. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, that feels so right.